Hey, hey, what's up guys? Um, I'm not putting headphones on because I left the, uh, the um, headphone amplifier on and the battery is dead. It's dead. Happens all the time. <laughs> I, got to, I got to remember to turn this fucking thing off. I don't know why I leave it on, but I did. I left it on. How's it going, guys? How is the Labor Day weekend going? I hope you're doing okay. I am going to do a little short episode. And I don't even know what I'm doing. I had to restart my computer because it wasn't functioning correctly. I couldn't get to my email to try and figure out what I was going to talk about tonight. And I still haven't got it up and running yet. Oh man, so we got a hurricane coming guys. Um, hurricane Dorian right now is out in the Atlantic Ocean. It just blew through literally blew through uh, the Caribbean, 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 how do you say it? Who cares, really? Uh, let's look this up. Dorian, Dorian, let's just type Dorian, see what happens. Come on, man. Jesus, why does everything have to be so difficult? Have I told you lately that I hate technology? There we go. Uh, tracking. Hurricane Dorian is going to be extremely close, says Hurricane Specialist. What does that even mean? That was 49 minutes ago. Let's see what he says. He? She? I don't know who it is. I'm not even sure. Extremely close. Here we go. Audrey. Is who this is on the Daily Beast. Uh, gusts of up to 220 miles per hour across the Caribbean. Caribbean. Sustained winds at 185 miles per hour, making it the strongest storm to ever hover east of Florida. Well, for that, or that far north of the Atlantic Ocean, and tying it. And uh, second for the highest winds ever recorded in the Atlantic. You know, and that's ever recorded. So we don't know. There could have been somebody out there that was uh, 500 miles per hour winds. We don't know because it wasn't recorded. But um, I have a feeling that over the billions and billions of years that the Earth has been around, that there may have been some higher winds out there for sure. Oh, man. So it's coming. It's um, it's maybe going to hit the coast of Florida. It might hit Georgia. It might hit South Carolina, North Carolina. Nobody knows at this moment, but everybody is in up in arms. They are not liking it. And it's funny because it's not funny, really, but social media. You know, everybody wants to have, I've said it before, everybody wants to have the biggest and baddest catastrophe of all time. That's a fact. I mean, they may not want it 
in the in the sense that they really want it, but everybody wants to to put out there that they have the worst storm coming. Um, everybody wants to have the worst relationship. They want to have the worst uh, money problems. They want to have the worst um, uh, the worst divorce ever. They want to have the worst. Um, everybody wants to have the worst thing ever. Really, they want sympathy. They want those likes. They want those sorries. They want the prayers. They want the, our hearts go out to you. Everybody wants, everybody wants people to acknowledge them, I guess, is what the biggest thing is. Um, so there's a lot of people out there posting about the hurricane. They want people to, to, uh, like their posts. They want people to be sympathetic. They want people to, uh, say, oh my gosh, oh, I hope you're okay, um, whatever. People just like to be acknowledged is the biggest thing. It's going to be a big storm, really. And, you know, here I am talking about it on a podcast. So maybe I'm wanting those <laughs> those buttons to be pushed too, and I want those likes and I want those things because I'm, I'm talking about it. But I'm talking about people talking about it. I don't know. I don't even know what I was going to talk about tonight, guys. Really, I just, I was out and about and I said, you know what? I need to come home and I need to do an episode and post it on Labor Day because it's a holiday. Normally, I'll do a release on a Tuesday, but uh, this should be a, a Labor Day release, right? And we got a hurricane coming through and I'm talking about it. Oh, my God, it's going to be so epic and it's going to just crush the East Coast. Please uh, give me your thoughts and prayers and let me know that you're thinking about us and that we have the biggest and baddest catastrophe going on on the earth right now, except for the Caribbean. Caribbean? What is it, guys? Please. How? Oh, man. How do you pronounce it? I guess it's either way, right? It's, it's, it's that uh, potato, potato thing or whatever. Tomato, tomato. All those things. It could be either way. It could be anyway. It could be however you want to say it. Ah, oh, man, I'm sitting here now and I'm thinking that I did not go up and turn off uh, or turn down the AC and now it's hot up in here. I'm, uh, I'm perspiring a little bit. It's, it's not the most comfortable temperature up here right now, but all right. So what is going on with the hurricane? Um, What are the chances that Dorian will hit the United States at, a, at the uh, 185 mile per hour speed it is sustaining right now? Uh, as it approaches the United States, it should encounter some stronger vertical wind shear, which should begin to weaken the storm somewhat. It's still forecast to turn north just before it gets to Florida. It's going to be extremely close, but at this point, an actual landfall seems relatively low. I mean... It's going to hit land. 100%. So I don't know what that means, but. What to expect. How does climate change? All right. This is fucking down now. I'm just, I'm done with it. We're going to exit out of that. I'm going to go back to my email and see what I was maybe going to talk about. 
open this page. So how's it going, people? What's going on out there in in uh, your world? Anything? Anything at all? Exciting? All right, we got to open this. I got a, a couple of different things. Let's um, let's go to my notes. Next podcast. Here we go. All right. So yeah, we did a um, God, we did a town hall from uh, Studio One Seventeen there at Homegrown Brew House. It didn't go very well. We only had one person show up, and that was about thirty minutes into it. So we start, you know, six o'clock is when the uh, town hall starts. Had everything set up, man. It was perfect. I took a picture of it. If you if you haven't seen it, go out to Instagram and to Facebook to my Craft Conversations page. Take a look at it. Oh man, beautiful setup. Uh, the two chairs setting up on the stage. We had the microphones. You know, this guy and in the uh, the other microphone sitting over there in this chair, the black microphone. I have my new microphone, which is in a box over here on the couch because I'm getting ready to take it back. Um, the red microphone, I had it set up uh, boom style out in the audience because I was going to try and capture the audience uh, members' questions. Beautiful setup. We uh, get into the episode. Um, things are sounding great. I had the headphones on early in the episode to make sure the levels were fine. Everything was sounding perfect. We get into the episode, uh, halfway through, somebody walks in, uh, it's not somebody, uh, uh, you know, uh, a resident at the town of Somerville that came in to ask questions for the future mayor, maybe, possibly, Fleming Moore. And that's fantastic. So we interact with that person. We, uh, she asked some questions. We answer some questions. We pitter-patter back and forth. I get done with the episode, I'm saving everything, I'm going back and I'm listening to it in the headphones, and oh my god, just a huge hum, again, oh, more sound issues going on, it is, oh, I've almost thrown <laughs> every bit of this equipment out the window, I've almost thrown it across the room, I've almost put it in the parking lot and driven over it, whatever I can do to just get rid of all this uh, shitty electronics that I have going on. But anyway, the mic that's sitting over here on the on the couch, you can't see it. But I'm sending it back. I had this giant hum going on from that um, stage mic, that boom mic that I put out into the crowd. Looked fantastic. It was a great idea. Uh, <laughs> it should have been, it should have worked uh, tremendously, but it did not. So when I'm going through trying to take out that hum and take out that noise out of the recording, it just distorts the entire uh, recording. The entire audio is just jacked. And on that audio that I was recording through the board and through the uh, audacity on this computer, on these mics, that mic over there, uh, you couldn't hear the audience members. So I trashed it and I said, you know what? Screw that audio. I cannot salvage that and make it um, worthwhile. So let me go to the to the tape, to the GoPro, to the Hero 4. Let me pull that audio and see what's going on with that. A little better, 
you can hear the uh, the audience member, the constituent, the the resident of Somerville asking questions. You can hear uh, Fleming and I uh, retorting and responding to that resident and. Uh, it was a little bit better. Uh, there was still quite a bit of noise on that recording as well on the GoPro from a fan that was in the background. Just the, the ambient noise just in that room. The room is a big room. It's got a lot of stuff going on in it. By the time I went through and cleaned up all the audio, all the background noise, all the, the fans, the um, whatever, the the audio was very it sucked let's just put it let's put, put it that way it sucked and i'm very disappointed in it and i'm very pissed off that i keep having these audio problems so i've had mic problems uh, that mic is going back it's sitting over on the couch it's in a box i've already done the return on amazon and apparently amazon has partnered up with kohl's so all i have to do is take that box up to kohl's they will box it and wrap it and uh, put postage on it, whatever. They'll send it back to Amazon for me. And all, all I have to do is take it up there, which, you know, it's kind of a pain in the butt to do that just in, in and of itself because I have to go through uh, all the Main Street traffic down to Azalea Square, which is the worst part of town, worst part of traffic in our town. But I have to go through that to drop it up at Kohl's to get it to, uh, to be sent back. So that's what I'll be doing probably tomorrow. I need to do it tomorrow because this hurricane is coming through. Uh, they already, um, Governor McAllister, I think that's his name, already declared a state of emergency. They're closing down the schools starting tomorrow. They're reversing the lanes on the interstate starting tomorrow at noon. People are going to start getting out of town. Uh, Every year, and there seems to be some kind of uh, issue going on with the weather. So anyway, yeah, I'll be fighting all that traffic tomorrow to take the, the mic back. I'm going to get me a new mic. Uh, not the white one like I have here, but the black like I have over here in the other on the other side. I'm going to get another one of those because these mics, I love them. They're fantastic, and I'll get another one of those in the mail here next week. And I'll be able to have a third guest. Or if we do another town hall, which we will in September, we'll be able to put that mic out in the audience as a boom mic. And it's going to capture uh, way better sound than what the one did last time. And hopefully I won't have to do any, any uh, editing or um, sound engineering at all. It's going to be just a better podcast in general. Yeah. So, ah, so here's what I pulled up. One of my notes here was about my 72-hour fast. So, oh, what day is it? Today is uh, Sunday. This will come out on Monday on Labor Day. I guess it was um, a little over a week ago. I did a 72-hour fast. I fasted from... Uh, Wednesday or I guess early Thursday morning at a, at a midnight time frame all the way through Thursday, all the way through Friday, all the way through Saturday until uh, midnight that Sunday morning. So 72 hours and 36 minutes, I think, was the 
official time of my fast. So I had nothing except for water, black tea, green tea, and uh, a little bit of black coffee. So, what's that all about? Well, here is a website, healthline.com. Eight health benefits of fasting backed by science. So, despite its recent surge in popularity, fasting is a practice that dates back centuries and plays a central role in many cultures and religions. Defined as the abstinence from all or some foods or drinks for a set period of time, there are many different ways of fasting. In general, most types of fasts are performed over 24 to 72 hours. Intermittent fasting, on the other hand, involves cycling between periods of eating and fasting, ranging from a few hours to a few days at a time. Fasting has been shown to have many health benefits, from increased weight loss to better brain function. Here are eight health benefits of fasting backed by science. All right. Stand by, guys. I am going to turn down the AC because it's hot. <clears throat> All right. So we'll hear the fan come on. Maybe I'll try and cut that off in the uh, post-production because I am a sound engineer. Oh, by the way. This is um, a Jean-Claude Van Damme glass that my younger brother Kevin got for me when he went to Vegas to a place called um, Craft House Brewing out there in Henderson, uh, uh, Nevada. And in this glass, I have this guy right here, uh, Basil Hayden's. Dark rye, I think, without looking at the label. Let's look at it. Yeah, it's a dark rye right there. I've had it before. That is what's in this glass right here. So, cheers, guys. All right, let's get back into fasting. Number one, it promotes blood sugar control by reducing insulin resistance. Several studies have found that fasting may improve blood sugar control which could be especially useful for those at risk of diabetes. In fact, one study in 10 people with type 2 diabetes shows that uh, short-term intermittent fasting significantly decreased blood sugar levels. Blah, 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 blah. Decreasing insulin resistance can increase your body's sensitivity to insulin, allowing it to transport glucose from your bloodstream to your cells more efficiently. So there we go. Number two, promotes better health by fighting inflammation. While acute inflammation is a normal immune process uh, used to help fight off infections, chronic inflammation can have serious con consequences on your health. Research shows that inflammation may be involved in the development of chronic conditions such as heart disease, cancer, and rheumatoid arthritis. Some studies have found that fasting can help decrease levels of inflammation and help promote better health. One study of uh, 50 healthy adults showed that intermittent fasting for one month significantly decreased levels of inflammatory markers. There we go. Uh, may enhance 
heart health by improving blood pressure, triglycerides, and cholesterol levels. There you go. May boost brain function and prevent neurodegenerative disorders. Aids in weight loss by limiting calorie intake and boosting metabolism. Increases growth hormone secretion, which is vital for growth, metabolism, weight loss, and muscle strength. Could delay aging and extend longevity. And number eight, may aid in cancer prevention and increase the effectiveness of chemotherapy. There you go. How to start fasting. There are many different types of fast, making it easy to find a method to fit your lifestyle. Here are a few of the most common types of fasting. Water fasting in, in, uh, involves drinking only water for a set amount of time. Excuse me. Juice fasting entails only drinking vegetables or fruit juice for a certain period. Intermittent fasting. Intake uh, is partially or completely restricted for a few hours up to a few days at a time. And normal diet is resumed on other days. So intermittent fasting is normally uh, anywhere from 12 to 16, uh, maybe 18 hours of fasting. And then you eat uh, the other hours of the day. So uh, partial fasting, certain foods or drinks such as processed foods, animal products, or caffeine are eliminated from the diet for a set period. And calorie restriction, calories are restricted for a few days every week. Within these categories are also more specific types of fast. For example, intermittent fasting can be broken down into subcategories, such as alternate day fasting, which involves eating. All right, I'm done with that. All right, so you get it. Fasting. Uh, what else we got here? All right. So, all right. Um, this is something I've been working on. So if you clasp your hands together, the normal way that you do it, that feels comfortable, that's just natural to you, what you want to do is you want to look at, uh, what thumb is on top. So my natural way of clasping my hands together, my left thumb is over my right thumb. Um, what I've been doing over the past probably three, four, five months is I've been retraining my brain. I've been clasping my hands the opposite direction and making that feel normal to me. So now it really feels normal for me to do it either way. Uh, it used to be really awkward if I was to do it the opposite way and have my right thumb on top of my left thumb. It felt really weird, awkward, whatever. I didn't like it. it. It just felt off. It felt like it was, uh, like it wasn't natural. So I've been doing that. I've made myself put my left, uh, my right thumb over my left thumb and I've made that become natural. So both ways now, if I do it with the right over the left, left over right, they both feel pretty much the same. And to begin with, <laughs> when I put my right over my thumb, my right over my left thumb, it felt super, super weird. And now, either way, it feels natural. So I can do it either way. So I kind of retrained, and that was the whole purpose. I was trying to do that. But let's find out what that means. So are you left-brained, right-brained, or somewhere in between? It's always interesting to discover things about ourselves, 
And in this case, our, our characteristics, character, characteristics based on the dominant side of our brain. You've probably heard the phrase mentioned numerous times, or perhaps you've even taken an online test to determine which type best describes you. While some tests are somehow made difficult and take a long time to complete, this test is rather simple and quick. But before we carry on with the test, we need a better understanding of uh, the roles our different brain hemispheres play. All right. The right brain. According to the left brain, right brain dominance theory, the right side of the brain is dedicated to expressive and creative tasks. Some of the abilities popularly associated with the right side of the brain include recognizing faces, expressing emotions, reading emotions, images, music, intuition, color, creativity, spontaneous actions. That's the right brain. The left brain, considered to be dedicated to tasks that involve logic, language, and analytical thinking, the left brain is typically better at language, logic, critical thinking, numbers, reasoning, aligning, symbol, details, descriptives. In this simple test, we only have to do small body-related activities. To begin, take a good sitting position, not too close from your computer desk. If you read this article, blah, 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 blah. First test. Unite your hands together with fingers intertwined as if you're praying just like this. Like this. Or like this. Then take a look at your thumbs. If your left hand's thumb laid under the right hands, it indicates that you are a left brain dominant person. So your left hand's thumb is under your right hand's thumb. That's not the natural position for me. That's the one that I've been training. Um, so that's what we're talking about now. Indicates that you are a left brain dominant person. If your right hand's thumb automatically goes under the left hands, it indicates that you are a right-brained dominant person. Second test, cross your arms in front of your body. So that would be this. If your right arm is positioned over the left arm, which mine is, it indicates that you dominantly use your left brain. If your left arm is positioned over the right arm, that means you may use your right brain. The verdict. Now let's take a look at where your hands are related gesture about your character based on the dominant side of your brain you're using. Um, man, I didn't realize. <laughs> I didn't read the rest of this website, and it's kind of uh, confusing now. Let's see. If your left hand is thumb laid under your right hand, it indicates you've already left brain dominant. So. Uh, so let's say on test A that you had your right over your left and 
on test B, you had your left over your right. You're using both sides of your brains in a balanced manner, though you sometimes use your right brain more than, uh, more often you are a caring person, tend to be conventional, sociable, vigilant, unselfish, and stable. You have a hard time describing things in simple words and tend to be elaborate. If you have uh, A right and B right, you are using your right brain in most situations and you love challenges. You tend to act natural, careless, reckless, reactive, quick in action, have a strong imagination, are curious, and really take people's thoughts into consideration. You leave everything up to gut instinct. If uh, A, you are left, and B, you are left, you are left brain dominant. You strive for perfection is your nature to be careless, logical, reliable, and truthful. You think critically before arriving at a first impression and think critically when confronting problems or drawing deeper conclusions, but sometimes you insist upon your opinion just because you feel that you're the only one who is right. People avoid standing against you because they think you're, uh, you're a formidable opponent. Now, if you're left and then right, you're using both sides of your brains in most situations. But there are times when you depend more on your left brain. Uh, you love and have a talent for caring for others. You are a natural leader who is thoughtful, calm, responsible, well thought out, and concerned with how you look. You are a smooth talker and know how to deal with most situations. You leave more complex issues to instinct. Uh, there you go. I don't know. That wasn't as interesting as I thought it was going to be, and this is probably not the best website. <laughs> that uh, explains all that, that I thought it was, I don't know, but anyway, what I've been trying to do, what I've been trying to do is retrain, I mean, just now, I, I glassed, uh, grasped my hands differently than I have done all my life, and it feels natural to me, so I've retrained my body, I've retrained my brain, I guess, to make something feel natural that was unnatural to begin with. So, it can be done. It can be done. What else we have? Let's see. We have... Um, Clayton Lewis is back in town. He uh, he was on episode six, I think, of our podcast. He sat right here, played some music. Way back in the early days, so over a year ago. And uh, at the time, I said, man, this guy is going somewhere. I, I thought he was uh, phenomenal. I thought he was fantastic. The two or three songs that he played in the studio here were amazing. And I wanted to sign him right away. I wish, I wished at the time that this was an actual recording studio and that I could record him, uh, those songs that he did, um, and make an album with him immediately. But of course, I'm not a recording uh, studio. I'm not, uh, I'm just, I'm not that type, <laughs> I'm not that type of person. We don't have that kind of setup here in the studio. We could probably do it. I don't know. I don't think it's a bad spot. We could maybe do it at uh, Studio 117. That's the plan, eventually, is to actually record some artists and do some recording there. 
uh, let people have some practice space and um, maybe record some uh, some songs, some albums for people eventually at Studio 117. But anyway, uh, Clayton's back in town. He moved away for a little while to Myrtle Beach and he is now back and I'm happy to have him back in town. He came out for the, the singer-songwriter uh, kind of open mic thing there at Homegrown on a Wednesday and he's back and I am glad that he's back I hope to get him maybe back in the studio to, to talk to him and see what he's been doing since he left and uh, now that he's back see what his plans are and see if we can uh... yeah I just want to figure out what's going on with Clayton really that's what I'm saying Clayton Come back on the show, buddy. Let's do another episode. And I want to hear some more original music that you're doing and uh, see what's going on with you. So, Clayton Lewis. Tag that dude. Man. Is that it? I'm only 16 minutes in? Jesus Christ. Um, so we talked about that, uh, 72 hour fast. I don't think I've mentioned this before, but, uh, wise guy trivia, you know, we had, uh, Justin Marcel in the studio one time he was on the show talking about wise guy trivia at Groucho's Deli. That's on Thursday nights. He does that from seven to eight thirty ish. And then they come into Homegrown and they uh, drink afterwards on Thursday nights. He is now doing uh, trivia there at Homegrown on Tuesday nights. And that's from same same time, 7 to 8.30ish or whatever. Uh, he does uh, four rounds. Every round there is a $10 gift certificate winner. And then there's a grand prize winner at the end of the, end, end of the night for 25 bucks gift, gift certificate there at Homegrown Brew House. So, Wise Guy Trivia. Get out there every Tuesday nights. Every Tuesday night. And then get out to uh, Groucho's Deli every Thursday night. So, Tuesday and Thursday. We've got Wise Guy Trivia going on uh, within a few blocks of each other there on Main Street. So... That is that. Just want to give that guy a plug. And what else we have here? It's going to be a short episode, I think. Um, if you haven't heard it, uh, I've mentioned it before. Get out there and, and listen to the Fleming episode. That's his fourth time on the show. Fifth time, really, I guess, if you count the last uh, town hall. Uh, the sound was abysmal. It was not great, but... What can you do? The show must go on, and it went on, and I produced it and did it. And uh, this Friday night, we this past Friday night, we had Ron Gill, we had Fleming Moore, we had Tanner. They're at Homegrown. They played a, a, a cool set. It was fantastic. Matter of fact, we had uh, Zach. Um, oh, that was Zach's last name. God, I feel bad. I can't remember. We had Zach Crump. On Thursday night, that was his first time in uh, at Homegrown. Man, this guy was fantastic. He was really good. Uh, everybody that was there enjoyed it. 
I had a lot of compliments on how great he was. His wife was there, pregnant as can be, about to explode. And guess what? Today, I think it was today. What's today? The 1st, September 1st. I think they had their baby today. Maybe it was yesterday. I'm not sure of the exact date on it, but they had a baby. And they were just in there Thursday night. Wife was pregnant as hell. And uh, they had a baby. So congratulations to Zach. That's fantastic. Uh, he did a great job there at Homegrown. I'm going to try and get him back in there. Possibly it's going to be October when um, the, second, uh, the second Friday of October. Joshua Jarman will not be available, and I might have Zach in there to kind of cover his tracks. The dude's great. He's good. And um, I hope the baby is well. I hope the wife is okay. And that is just uh, fantastic news. So, Zach Crump, we had him in there on Thursday. Friday, we had uh, Fleming, Ron Gill, and Tanner. And then on Saturday night, we had Eric Barnett. Really slow Saturday night for some reason. I don't know why. I don't know if it's because uh, college football started up and people were just, you know, doing barbecues and they were having parties and people were just doing their own thing at the house, whatever, but uh, super slow. Nobody came in to, uh, Saturday night to Homegrown. But Eric was there and uh, Fleming came in, sat in on uh, harmonica for a little bit. It was still a great night. It was fantastic. Eric is uh, funny. He's engaging, he's very good musically, and we had a good time regardless of the crowd. So, always something going on there at Homegrown Brewhouse, 117 South Main Street. Who knows what's going to go on this week. We're supposed to have Roger Mindwater coming in on Thursday, but... Ooh, we're supposed to have Ron Daniel on Friday, the first Friday of the month, but... We got this hurricane coming through, Dorian. Dorian's causing trouble. We're expecting um, some bad weather to start happening on Tuesday. Wednesday, Thursday are going to be just really bad. Um, like I said, they've already uh, shut down schools for the rest of the week, and the interstate is getting ready to reverse tomorrow at noontime to let people evacuate and get out of town. So... I don't think we're going to have music Thursday and Friday, but who knows? Who knows? Things could make a turn, so to speak, and Homegrown may be alive and kicking for the weekend. We might have a big hurricane party, tropical storm party, whatever, some kind of party. So look forward to that. Stay tuned. I'll keep you updated on uh, Instagram, Facebook, whatever. That's really all I got, guys. I'm going to make this really, really short. Uh, we're 23 minutes in right now. Again, we're drinking some Basil Hayden's Dark Rye. We have a storm coming. And I hope this audio was way better than the, uh, the last three episodes' audios because, man... I've been super pissed with the audio recently. But there you go. That's your Labor Day episode. And 
maybe we'll get somebody in this week and we'll do a guest for Friday's episode. But if not, I'll figure something out. Maybe we'll do an episode during the storm. Maybe I'll set up on the back porch and we'll get the storm in action and kind of release a storm episode. So maybe look forward to that. All right, guys, girls, whoever, folks, we will talk to you soon. Love you guys.